Thank you for tuning in to the Mindful Babes podcast. I'm your host, Valerie Adams, mindset coach, entrepreneur, and manifestation enthusiast. I am obsessed with supporting you in living the life of your dreams. Each week, I'll be providing you with a quick bite of mind food so you can live the life that you were put on this planet to live. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. Let's dive in. Hi, beautiful. Welcome to another episode of the Mindful Babes podcast. I'm super duper excited to chat with you today about this whole fear of settling. I want you to know that this is one of the most common things I have clients tell me. I have women tell me when we're chatting and connecting to see if we're a good fit to work together they will share with me that they have a major, major fear of settling. So if that's you, if you identify with this, if you're like, Valerie, you're reading my mind, then this episode is for you because we're going to dive all into what has women settle. So the women who do settle, you know, what drives the action of settling, what builds up to that. And I'm going to be showing you how not to settle so that this won't happen for you and you can proceed in the dating process. You can continue to date with confidence and know that you're not going to settle and it is not a fear for you. And before we dive into all the good stuff, I want to share with you something I'm super excited about. I'm going to be hosting a free five-day live training series. That's right. Five days. So you and me Monday through Friday, and we are going to be diving all into how to go from casual to committed. I'm going to be giving you the exact blueprint that I take my private clients through to have them go from attracting men who only want something casual. They're not very serious. They waste their time and yours to attracting a man who is ready for commitment. He's going to take the lead and wants something serious with you. So I would love to have you at the free training. You must be registered to attend. So you can click the link in the show notes. And I cannot wait to see you on April 5th, which by the way, is my birthday. So we'll get to celebrate together that day. (laughs) Okay, let's dive in. So when we talk about settling, the way I define it is by basically denying yourself of what you truly want and deciding that you can only have a certain amount. You can only have this much of something. You can only have this many characteristics in your dream partner, but not this. You can only have these qualities, but not this, not more than this. And settling, it's like one of those words that's, it's hard to describe without saying the word. That's what settling means to me. And this is something that many women fear and settling. It can come from a lack of trust, We're going to dive into specifically what that is, how that is brought up. And when someone is dating and they have a fear of settling, the reason we want to shift this belief into something much more empowering, a more empowering story is because you're saying, I don't want to settle. I don't want to settle. I don't want to settle. That's just you avoiding settling. And we get what we think about, right? So if your focus is, I don't want to settle, then we are going to be leading you to a place where you may in fact 
settle or attract that or miss red flags or convince yourself of things that, you know, are good about this person, but they may not be there. They may not actually exist. So let's dive into some of the reasons that women settle. One common reason is that women feel pressure from their family and friends. They feel like, oh my gosh, you know, my mom's been asking me for five years when I'm going to bring someone home. She wants grandkids, you know, my friends all the time, all my friends are married or they're getting married or they have kids and I'm the single friend and they're always asking me when I'm going to meet somebody. All they want is for me to meet someone. They're always trying to set me up with people. That is one very common reason, probably the top reason. Another reason that women settle is they focus on a timeline. So they create in their mind that they need to be engaged and married by this age, by a certain age, you know, insert the age in there for some women, it's, you know, late twenties for some women, it's thirties, mid thirties, forties. And they decide that that timeline is very important and that they need to be on schedule. They need to match that timeline. And you know, with settling, it's like we end up convincing ourselves that the things that we truly want, what's in our heart, our deepest desires, they're either not worthy, they're not needed. It's asking too much. And it's a total, in my experience, a total ego game where your ego is trying to keep you safe and will convince you that, nope, this is good enough. This this is the best you're going to get. You waited so long for this. There's nothing else out there like this. You're going to have to start all over. And so we end up out of fear settling. So with, with the timeline, if you are really attached to being engaged, being married by a certain age, having kids by a certain age, you will focus on that and you will overlook things and deny yourself of what you truly want. And from that space, you will end up settling. Another reason that women settle is they really want to be included with their friends. They've been single for so long. They've been, you know, unable to do double dates with their friends. They've been craving that for so long, or maybe it's like all their friends are always busy with their significant other. And you just want to have a significant other of your own. You just want a boyfriend, a partner, you know, somebody to cuddle with. And while those things are perfectly fine and normal and healthy to desire, where we get in trouble is when we're only focusing on that, we start to be like, get into this place of, well, anything will do because it's much deeper than the byproduct of someone to cuddle with on a Friday night. It's about having your dream partner, someone who sees you, who gets you, whose heart is completely open to you. So that's a distinction that I want to make. And another thing that I see cause women to settle is focusing on scarcity and lack. So focusing on, oh my gosh, there's no guys in my age range. There's no guys in my city. You know, I'm not going to get a guy who doesn't have baggage. I can only get a certain type of guy. It's going to be so hard to meet somebody else. Oh my gosh, this was the first person that I dated in three years. So he has to be it. I I don't want to wait again. And it's driven by what we don't want or a fear of releasing this person. And it has you hoard a, a person and it has you stay stuck with somebody, convince yourself that this is your person while you're massively settling because you're compromising on what you want. And then another thing that I see so many women 
um, settle and you are there. I don't want to say I know so many women who have settled because that's a judgment, right? We don't know if anybody has truly settled unless they have said to you, I settled. <laughs> I think I settled in my relationship. So, you know, I have clients say that, oh, my friends settled, you know, this person settled, my mom settled. And that's our own experience, right? We don't know unless somebody actually tells us that they've settled. We don't know if somebody else has settled. That could be our own interpretation, a judgment. And what I will say is that what's, what drives women to believe that they may in fact settle, or they're so scared of it is they have a belief that they need to compromise. They have a belief that they can't have it all. They have a belief that there's only that certain amount of positive qualities they can find in one person in their age and that they're asking for too much. So now that we know common reasons women settle, I'm going to teach you how to make sure that you're not a woman who settles. And that is why you're listening to this podcast, because you are ready to attract your dream partner. You're ready to reprogram your mindset. You're ready to shift your thoughts so that you're only thinking thoughts and believing beliefs and creating stories that actually support where you're going, where you want to go versus what you're scared of, what you don't want to happen. You're always investing your energy somewhere. So let's invest it toward what you actually want. How does that sound? Are you with me? (laughs) So the first way to make sure that you don't settle is you get to decide what's true for you and how you want to be treated. So this is something I really emphasize is you want to focus on the way you're being treated. So if you're like, oh my gosh, you know, this person, he's, he checks all my boxes, you know, he has a great job, drives a nice car, he has a dog, he has a good relationship with his family, you know, he is successful, he travels, he likes yoga, but he loses his temper on me and really, you know, he picks fights with me. He's said really mean things. He has a drinking problem. He is manipulative. He's verbally abusive. He ghosts me. And then he comes back. He lies. I've caught him in lies. Right. So you want to focus on how you are being treated. That is the North star. How is this person treating you? And that is such a huge way to go from, you know, justifying continuing to be involved with somebody who is emotionally unavailable, the easiest way to get out of a situation like that is really look at, well, how is he treating me? What are his actions? How is he showing up for me? So in order to not settle, you need to know upfront how you get to be treated. And so you get to get really clear on, you know, this is how I want someone to court me in the dating process. This is how I would want a person to be there for me when something bad happens. This is how I'd want someone to be there for me when I get promoted. When I, you know, lose a big client, when we have to put my dog down, like you want to think of how you want to be treated in different scenarios. And it's not so much about thinking of every single scenario. It's like, what are the qualities of that person? Are they compassionate, supportive, emotionally available, What are those things? So focusing first on how you get to be treated is going to really guide you. I suggest writing this down 
all the ways that you want to be treated. And then this is something you can refer back to if you are dating someone and you have questions about, you know, is this someone I should continue seeing? You get to look at your list of how you want to be treated and see how they measure up. Okay. The second way to make sure that you are not settling is you get to challenge any beliefs that say you're too picky. Any beliefs that say you're too picky, that you're asking for too much, that you're crazy to think you could find this in one person, I want you to challenge all those beliefs. So you could write it out, you know, what is having me believe that I need to settle or what is having me believe that what I want isn't there. And then we get to challenge those beliefs. And a really great way to challenge a belief is asking the question, you know, is this true in every scenario? Can I think of a scenario in which this isn't true, which this isn't the case? Let's say you believe that all men are cheaters or eventually they cheat. Is this always true? Can you think of one couple where you are in the assumption and you would probably bet your life that the husband, the man has not cheated? So I want you to really think of that and challenge these beliefs because the same way that you decided to repeat these thoughts, repeat these fears in your mind, and they became a foundational belief, we get to challenge them to get you out of them. So that is one surefire way to make sure that you are not settling because you're going to challenge the beliefs that tell you that you need to. And while when you do enough of this work, those beliefs will not resonate with you. I mean, my beliefs that I used to really carry, I had a fear of settling as well. My beliefs were, you know, oh, it's really hard the older I get to find a good man or checking the boxes is more important. It's more important to make sure that there's a financially successful guy. You can't have someone who's really nice and really successful all in one person. Those were limiting beliefs. And, you know, I was in a situation where I was actively settling. And I believe that we're always protected. We're always guided no matter what. So, of course, that, you know, experience came to an end very quickly. Inside, I felt like I was settling and it felt like my, it felt like just this pit in my stomach constantly where I knew things were off. I knew things weren't right. But my ego, my rational mind, my logical mind was trying to say, well, no, Valerie, you were single for so long before this. This is exactly what you asked for. You know, look at all the qualities you wrote out. He's that like, you got to get over this. You're not going to get another shot. You don't want to have to start over and be single again. Those were all beliefs getting in my way. And obviously as you, uh, you probably know, and if you're newer to my audience, my work, I've been in a relationship with an, amaz- an amazing man, Ryan, for about two years now, almost two years. And all the beliefs I had carried prior to meeting Ryan and attracting Ryan, I really made sure that I did a lot of work around them because the beliefs you have determine what you're going to attract. And so I got to change and shift what I got to attract, the type of partner I got to call in. And that's how Ryan came into my world, came into my experience. So that's the second thing. Challenge any beliefs saying that you're too picky. Number three, 
decide what you've attracted in the past has little to do with what you get to have. I hear this a lot. This is pretty common from clients or, you know, women who I'm connecting with, they will say, well, I've never had a relationship before, or I've never been with someone who treated me really well. I've never had someone actually commit to me the past relationships I've had, they've cheated, right? So when you base what you can have and what's possible for you based on what you've had in the past, that is such limitation. And so we get to let go again. That's the ego trying to keep you safe. Oh, you've never, you've never had a committed relationship before. So how, how do you expect to get it right the first time, right? The next guy you date, he's committed. How do you expect to get it right? And so we would really want to decide that what you've attracted in the past actually has nothing to do with what you get to have and what's coming. And the better lesson here, the better example is that anything is possible. Anything is possible. If anything, your past has shown you what you don't want. Your past has given you the experience of knowing and getting even clearer on what you do want. So we can be grateful for the past and the past is just that it belongs in the past. It doesn't get to come with us to our future. Okay. And the next and last, last snippet that I'm going to give you here in this podcast episode is that in order to not settle, you get to declare that other people's opinions have nothing to do with what's possible for you. Do you hear this? Other people's opinions have nothing to do with what's possible for you. So the reason I'm saying this is because at all times we are being projected on by other people, by our family, friends, bosses, we are being projected on. And what that means is that what somebody believes is possible for them, they're going to believe that that's possible for you too. You always want to consider the source. Someone is telling you, you know, you're asking for too much. You got to, you know, reel it back. Like, do you ever think you're being too picky? I want you to look at their situation. You know, if they're trying to tell you that you need to settle or you need to cut back or you're being too picky, they're telling themselves that. And what we tell ourselves is what we create. So from that space, what have they attracted? And consider the source. Do they have a relationship that you would want? Would you trade lives with them? You want to consider the source in which you are really letting these projections sink in. And I say this, you know, to clients too. It's like, given that we're always projecting, I'm here right now projecting onto you. I'm projecting onto you that you don't get to settle. I'm projecting onto you that you're not asking for too much. I'm projecting onto you that you get to have the things you want, the partnership you truly crave and desire. Even if you've never been in a relationship before, even if you stayed way too long in the last relationship, even if you've attracted narcissistic men in the past, I'm projecting onto you that you get to have everything that you desire. So when you are deciding that people in your life, you know, their opinions, they, you, you can hear them. And at the same time, it's just a reflection of what they think is possible for themselves. 
So do not let it carry weight on you unless it's someone you really trust and really value their opinion. It can be really damaging when someone projects onto us. I don't know if you watch The Bachelor. I'm feeling called to talk about this right now. So if you watch The Bachelor, we just have the finale. And The Bachelor, Matt, he was feeling really excited about potentially proposing to one of the two final women and in the bachelor, you know, the, they will have the bachelor or bachelorette's parents and family come in toward the end of the season, toward the last episode. And, you know, the purpose of that is to meet the contestants and have them meet their family. And pretty much, you know, not, if you have not seen it, then what I will say is that, this bachelor, he already, you know, did show a little bit of signs of emotional, emotional unavailability in my experience. And, um, he was actually excited and optimistic and his mom who, you know, their family has a strained relationship, her and the dad are not together anymore. I don't think, and she's experienced a lot of hurt within her own marriage she projected onto Matt, her son, she made comments like, you know, love isn't the end all be all, you know, you're, are you sure you want to rush into this? Which, you know, yes, her concerns and he really listens to her. So her projection of, you know, love wasn't enough for her and her situation, right? She rushed into her situation. She was projecting it onto him and her intention was not evil. Her intention was not mean. Her intention wasn't to sabotage her son. It was to protect him. But that was her own limitation, her own belief, her own worldview that she put onto him. And he really listened. You could like literally see the blood drain out of his face when she was telling him that and totally got him in his head, really upset. And the reason I'm sharing this with you is because there are well-meaning people in your life who love you very much, who are probably projecting onto you. And by you choosing to believe them, it can be damaging. So you get to form your own set of beliefs and decide what's possible for you. That's why I'm such an advocate of mindset work. Obviously, it's my favorite thing to talk about because you truly get to have everything you desire in this lifetime. The only opinions that you get to really listen to are the ones that support where you're going, not where you fear, not where you've been, not where you don't want to go. Support where you're going. Support where the the happiest, most fulfilled version of you lives. So I hope you loved this episode and reminder, sign up, sign up, sign up for the five day free training series, how to go from casual to committed. I'm so excited to be spending these five days with you. It's of course free to attend April 5th to the 9th, and we're going to be diving in. I'm going to be giving you a blueprint that I take my private clients through to help them go from attracting men who only want casual, convenience, you know, one foot in, one foot out experiences to only getting pursued and courted by men who really do want to take that next step with you. So I cannot wait to spend 
five days with you. I hope you love this episode. I seriously love so much getting DMs from you. I love when you leave me a review. I want to know what resonated specifically for you. So please, please, please reach out to me. I love hearing from you. I hope you have an incredible day and I'll see you on the next episode. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Mindful Babes podcast. I hope you loved today's episode and got some takeaways from the message shared today. If anyone in your life would benefit from hearing this episode, please be generous and share it with them on your story. Tag me on Instagram at the Mindful Babe. And if you're feeling extra generous, please leave a review on the iTunes store. Your reviews are what keeps this podcast going, and I appreciate you so very much. Have an incredible day, babe. Thank you.